0: Okay. Um this morning I would like to um look a bit closer to um, our theme for the year, which is the supernatural work with God. And then um, I'll start off with that by sharing an experience um, I mean between that happened recently. I mean, I was taking my daughter to um kind of as fit a school uniform and then all that. So and then as we're working, then all of a sudden, she just kept going ahead of me, and then she was running ahead and all that. And then um, at some point, then I, coming from behind, I just said, okay, turn this way, you know, trying to give us some, a bit of direction, because I was also saw so ahead of me uh, um, a car coming and all that, you know, so uh, this story will come, will make a bit of sense as we go on um, with today's um, uh, message. Now, okay, let's turn our Bibles to John 1, verse 1 and 2. John 1, is my Bible? Okay, I don't want to just read it out there from my head, I don't really want us just. Okay, so it says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Uh, It was in the beginning with God, all with God. So we'll stop there and then let's look at Matthew 19 26. Matthew 19 and verse 26 says, uh, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And uh, let's look at Luke 137. Luke 137, it says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Hallelujah. And so um, we, 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 we're all aware that 2023 is our year of the supernatural work with God. And honestly... I tend to see or try to see everything around me in that light. We may have our plans and expectations as we go along in the year, in the view of just our theme. However, sometimes I ask myself if I'm actually aligning myself with the theme. This may seem quite early, to see because we're just in the second month of the year you know but that's how i feel to be honest and um but in the process i kept pondering about these things and then suddenly i i realized by the spirit of god that there was something i was missing out from that theme the supernatural work with god and that is um the word with you know, so it's sometimes we want to do these things. We are excited about working for God. We're excited about doing so many things. We set our plans and all that. But we, what I fail to understand that in doing these things, in working the supernatural work, there's a place of God in it as well that I lost that. So with the, for me, the emphasis here is the word with. There cannot be a supernatural work with God with with the work without god involving it in fact i realized that the word with for me is a game changer because there are times that you want to do something and then you probably see that you're beginning to fall short of those things that you think that, that you have laid out to you. maybe you said to yourself that you're going to pray in songs so, so number of hours and all that you get and you really you know you really want to do these things and sometimes you just find that you're failing we are falling behind in them. But the fact remains that, I mean, where is God in this? The Bible says in Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with other and lean not in their own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and will direct the path. I'm not saying that, oh, uh, we, we should become lazy. But what I'm trying to say is that in every plan that we're making, where is the place of God? Because I've come to find out that the much of progress I'm gonna make is dependent on how well I get God involved in what I want to do, especially when it says that working is supernatural. It is brilliant and to have plans and all that, to get really excited about working for God. But I must understand the fact that God must be involved in it, you know. And so I and that really changed the way I started seeing things again. That means that I can depend more now on the grace of God to achieve those plans and those things I've set out to do here. Because Valations 2.20 says that I have been crucified with, you see that word again, with. So which is that my crucifixion is nothing without Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I will live, but Christ who uh, Christ lives in me. And the life which I live now in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. So which one, the whole thing here talks about the fact that it is in union with Christ, with Christ. It is in union with Christ. And, you know, so, you know, now let's check what's the meaning of with means. It's a, a preposition. And one, it says that it's accompanied. it means to accompany by another person or thing, or having or possessing something, you know. So there's something people or things are in a place together and are doing something together. So that is it for me, which means that when I'm doing those things, when I'm working the supernatural work, I'm working it with Christ. And that takes me back to the story of my experience with Zoe. You know, she was running ahead of me. You know which is something that a lot of us do sometimes i mean I, I i i'm so glad that you, you, you there led us in prayer this morning in that direction where our thoughts aligns with him where you know she was talking about when we we're talking about the supernatural you know so sometimes you set off we set off and then the next thing is that we veer over ourselves and leave god behind and so she was growing as a child, I mean, she was growing and all that, but she she couldn't have seen the car ahead of her because she was endorsed in the fact that she was playing and she just wanted to go, you know, but like God, we, I mean, I was able to see and I was able to bring some bit of direction and thank God that she was able to and listen and they, uh, align and that's it. So, so we're able to listen and align. So, the supernatural work is always in conjunction with God. And some of the pitfalls I also notice in this is that when we begin to make plans by ourselves or when we take up this fruit that is seemingly project by ourselves, you know, one of the things you start looking at uh, and when you're comparing yourself is that you start thinking about you, you, you're still holding on to your past in the sense that I qualify. To walk this walk with God, can I actually do it? Another thing is observing our weaknesses. Another one is comparing ourselves with others, simi with others, uh, with simulate the progress of other people. You know, we hear people's testimonies and all that, and we need to compare ourselves with them. And the Bible says that Paul said that those who compare themselves with themselves are unwise, we're using other people's standards to judge ourselves. But the real thing here is. God is the one working with us to accomplish it. And I like that part in Philippians that talks about the version that says that not in my strength, but it is God who is all the while at work in me, energizing and creating in me the power and the desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and the like. Not in my strength, but it is God who is all the while at work in me. So sometimes when you're doing these things, you understand you feel that you're falling behind. You know what? I, I just I just tell myself that I, I come to the realization that God is at work with me. He's not tired of working with me. So in this supernatural work, I'm doing it with God. God And if you notice in all these pitchfalls I mentioned, there is nothing here that talks about God. Another mistake is to see the theme as a project. Walking the supernatural, the theme work, the supernatural work with God is not a project. As a matter of fact, we should see it like our daily living. It is something that we do every day. And that means that the details of our lives, as much as our thoughts, like yesterday said this morning, as much as our words, as much as our actions, is should be aligned with the supernatural work with God. So it's something that we do daily. So the, the first place, man, that the Bible recorded that works with God in Genesis five twenty four, the Bible says, Enoch walked with God, and it was not for God to him. I mean, this man is one man that I really want to see when I get to heaven. You yes. understand? Which means that he got so intimate with God, he understand, he, he followed God step by step by step. That's where I see it. And the Bible says that, I mean, God just said, "You know what? You are too good to die. Just come with me. Just come and stay. Come, come to heaven. Just he got him the, the first ticket. Just come over." A few examples also we can look at in the Bible that talks about people who work with God who missed it along the line, you know, because they took the veil off. uh, Let's look at Abraham. In Genesis chapter 11, God asked Abraham to leave his kindred, to leave his clan, and to go to a place where he wants to give to him. And then Abraham set off. And in Genesis chapter 15, the promise of Isaac came to Abraham. And the verse 6 of that chapter 15 says that Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him as righteousness. But in the next chapter, verse 16, you see Abraham doing something different. And that's when the wife came and said, you know what, take eger and have a child for me. And Abraham did that. But you notice that after that, you know, then Genesis 17, the promise of Isaac was revisited by God again. And then and in verse 14 say that is there anything too hard for the lord because abraham was saying to god that he doesn't have a child and god is telling him that is there anything too hard for the lord to do and that takes us back to luke 1 that says that with god all things are possible and then in genesis 21 isaac was born i want to think this way that you know what abraham left what God asked him, what God said to me, and he did something else. And I want to believe that that's probably led to the delay of the birth of Isaac. Isaac could have come earlier. So, you know, we, let's not start thinking that when God says something, it takes eternity for it to come. The truth about it is that we also have a part to play in the sense that are we aligning with God? Are we following God? Because Abraham didn't follow God at some point. He followed his wife. He followed what his body or the circumstances around him was telling him, and he felt that was the best decision they could take at that point. And then, of course, we know what happened after the all the consequences of that. And then let's look at Mary, the mother of Jesus. I mean, Sunday Adation was sharing with us a while back, and talks about Mary. The Bible says in Luke 1:20, the Bible says, that "She, you are blessed, she is blessed and highly favored because the Lord is with her." So which our blessing is predominantly dependent on the fact that the Lord is with her. And today explains to us then that, that for him, or his thoughts were that Mary, like probably, decided to stay with God's word. She just kept pondering over God's word. And so that was what fished her out to be on the one. So we've within pondering on God's word, staying on God's word is actually being with God and allowing God to be with you. You understand? And then, you know what, uh, she was a bit surprised at the, the, the message from the angel and, the, and then the amazed response in verse 34 was that like, how, the question how, when we ask the question how, like Italy was saying this morning and we know it, when you ask the question how, it's like asking God for his ways and not just his acts, which was some of the things that the children of Israel missed out. They just knew the acts of God, but they didn't know the way of God unlike Moses who knew the ways of God and then the angel provided the answer she needed and that gives a bit of direction so the, if you check the meaning of how in the bible uh, in the edition, addition it says in what manner or way by what means you want to know so in walking the supernatural work with God it's about us knowing the how it's about us knowing the how uh, and asking God the how so he can give us direction. Like Pastor Shade said a while back that, you know what? God has made those provisions, but we need direction to know, to locate where that provision is. And then we'll look at somebody like David. A characteristic feature feature of David's biography is the fact that he frequently sought God's counsel and direction. Each time he does, God graciously gave him a clear and definite answer you can see that in first summit 21 to 3, first summit 23, 4 to 5, a lot of that, about nine of them that like that, that's, you know, and then I also like to look at someone like Peter, I mean, Shegun Fagun shared this with us a while back when Peter had to walk on waters. When he he saw Jesus, I mean, Jesus had asked him to go ahead of him and then um, they had issues on the uh, the sea as they were sailing and all that, and then Jesus was walking down and then the next thing was that Peter they felt he was a ghost and then um, Peter said his usual self and said, if you are the one, then bid me to come. And then Jesus said, said they should come. But, you know, right there, when Peter was focusing on Jesus, he kept walking on water. And then the next thing was that there were a bit of distractions. There were these bit of natural things around him that he considered. And then the next thing was that it began to sink. But, you know, we stopped there. But the truth, I like one thing Peter knew today to, was the fact that he called out for Jesus to save him. So sometimes we start up this journey. we start off this journey, the supernatural walk, and then we miss it here and there. We just miss it. But it's also important that we go back. And you see that in Abraham that God revisited the story of Isaac. God went back to Isaac again, you know, and God reassured him of what, and then when he aligned himself, then Isaac came in Genesis chapter 21. So Peter knew well that look, I've missed it here. Lord help me. And Jesus helped him. Another person we can look at is Paul. Paul, I mean, after his conversion went, to, went to Arabia and spent three years. I mean, that may be so much for a lot of people. Some of us, you know, are three years, you know, but that's it. So he spent three years in Arabia getting to know a lot about God. And I mean, you know, you know. but the same Paul, that had such great experience with Jesus himself, meeting with him in Arabia and teaching him so much. In 2nd Corinthians 12, from 7 to 10, had a thorn in the flesh to deal with. But God, what did Paul did? The Bible said that Paul said that he sought the Lord, he asked the Lord. And God told him, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so he was able to encourage himself that. To me, grace there is the Holy Spirit. My spirit will give you the stability to go through this. Though they seem to, everything seems to be working against you, everything, every time you're having issues and all that. But you know what? The strength to pull through this and to, to still do what you have to do is, is within you. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So are we on this journey? And it looks like, wow. Can I really do this? You know, God is saying to me, my grace, which is the Spirit of God. Ephesians talk about that we might be strengthened with might through the Holy Spirit in our inner mind. The last person I want to look at in the scriptures that talk so much about this is Jesus. Our perfect model. John one talks about that. He said that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with god and the word was god It was with god in the beginning and all things were made by him and without him nothing that was made was made if we spend time with god on this then we will become like god and you can see that in jesus's work in all the things he did at every Point in time, being God, He knew that He still needs to walk with God, because He was walking in the natural flesh. Of course, His flesh was telling Him all kinds of things, you know, but He had to align Himself. How did we? How come Jesus knew what to do at every point in time? It is because He learned obedience. He learned to walk with God. And that's why he says that he kept saying that anything I see my father do, that's what I do. Anything I hear my father say, and that's what I say. So he was predominantly dependent on God for every of his actions, and uh, for every of his teaching, and which is the connection, that's the Holy Ghost. So we can't achieve the supernatural work. We can't get the successes and the, and the, and, and, and and, and, and do so much without God. We always need to depend on him. We always need to get back to him because the thing about it is that our mind is limited. The physical world kinds of limits us. Yes, our spirit is built with the fullness of God, but you know that our spirits also have to grow. The Bible says that though the, uh, uh, it says something about uh, though the outward man perishes, but the inward man is renewed day by day. We grow in the things of the Spirit. We grow in it as we continue to walk with God, and when we do this, we are sure of getting to that destination that we want as we walk with God. You know, the thing about it is that there are turns as we navigate. There are turns. And you know what? Those turns may not seemingly seem pleasant. But guess what? All things work for good for they that love God and are called according to the purpose. He is our navigator. He may not look so nice to us, But he knows, he sees the end, and he's working those things out for our good. And that's why we need to constantly depend on him. Even in our soul winning approach, you know, at Alago we have a target of one soul, you know, per month or you know and then in quarter we have a target of one family and all that you get but you know the devil is not going to fold his fingers and uh, his hands and just watch us do this yeah because he's you know, going to give a fight but you know, you know that the bible says that we've been anointed by the only one and we know all things by the only one so which means that we need to get back to the only one to even know how to go about the soul winning because, and even when we meet roadblocks, you understand, the old still strengthening us and giving us the right words to see and how to go about it. So m- 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 my take today is the fact that the much that we want to achieve in God is also dependent on how well we work with Him. We're getting involved in all of this things. Sometimes also, one of the things we also do that, could also be of adrian's that when god showed you and uh, makes a way for you in a way i mean showed it some it's some sense of direction and then you got the results and then we would tend to want to build a camp around it and feel that that's what that okay let's just continue to follow that path but let's go back to david i was making the research about david and said nine times he kept in he inquired of the lord In some of those chapters, you just find that in one chapter, David could inquire from the Lord like about three times or four times. And that's one of the things I think God is dealing with me on in the sense that sometimes I just, something happens to me, I get some kind of green light and something and I'm I'm excited about it, you know. And then I I kind of want to flick to that almost almost every time. But you know, our source is God, so I have to go back. In fact, at some point I I said, Lord, help me to constantly remind myself that you are my source. So when you make a certain provision that I don't go and start expecting things to come in that direction all the time, but to always come back to you to get the the blueprint or to get the direction for the next one. It may be a similar situation, but you know the thing about that, the ways of God are not always the same. He chooses it the way he wants. He can change it anytime. And it's not just because God just wants to change, because He is all knowing. He's all knowing. He knows the situation. He knows everything that, that oh, a lot of things he does. He knows that I don't even know about. So it's best I always ask him. It's best I always go back to him. Because as similar as those situations may be, the dynamics may be different. And that's what I don't know, but he knows because he is God. He knows. And that's why he has given us a spirit to lead us, to give us direction. Jesus said that. He said he will guide you into all truth. So you may have the truth and then you don't know how to use the truth. It's possible. You may have the truth and you don't know how to use it. That's why the Holy Spirit, he said he will, even in the truth that you know, said he will guide you in it. He Navigates you through it so basically it's it is in the details it is going back to god It's working with him not taking a stroll by yourself not taking not not running and thinking that and and that was happens because when we decide to just do things by ourselves and then we we fall behind then we begin to feel bad and feel that maybe we're not good enough no no that's not the truth that's not the truth because we are good by nature because God has made us good. And remember that the life that we live is a life of the Son of God. So, if it is His life, so it's always important that we touch base with Him at all times to know what to do. You know, I was in the bus recently and I was going to work, and then, you know, all this, and then some women were just talking about this cash issue. And then, you know, as we're talking, people were talking, they were abusing buari they were saying all kinds of things and all that. But, you know, just there and there, I just felt myself saying, these uh, leaders are human beings like us. They don't always have the answers. For all you care, Bwari is probably clueless on what to do right now. He has a strategy. CBA government have a strategy. But, you know, it's not working out the way they planned it to be. And they're probably clueless. And I just felt like, you know, why don't you, as Christian, why don't you just pray for them, that God will grant them wisdom, which is something we've been praying about anyway. But you know, it it, it, it struck me there. And then the woman behind me just said that, somebody was telling her that, ah, this country is a rubbish country. Is it, you know? And she said, I said to the person, no, the country, me I mean, is not a rubbish country. Ah, they, I will not say it's a rubbish country, that um, God will grant it. I will just continue to pray for our leaders. And behold, this woman is, I think she's even a Muslim. I mean, you can just see that. So, in the little details like that. And in Timothy, that's what God's Word tells us. That we should pray for our leaders. That we might live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. So, you can see that the supernatural is not one big project, you know. It is about the details of our lives it's about us knowing when to talk to that next that person you know when I was teaching about um uh the welfare and the soul winning thing and all that i you know and it just i just realized that you know there are certain people around me there's that person in, in, in my office that you know i mean kind of respect me a lot and then you know i and i like that's 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 a that soul that's a soul So it is all encompassing in our supernatural work with God. Remember that it is supernatural work, but it is solely dependent on we with God as in we understanding how to work it. And we understanding how to work it. So it's important that we call ourselves back again and go back to the drawing board and say that, okay, yeah, is God involved in any of these things? Where is the place of God? And the only way you can do that is by constantly meditating on God's word and align the free flow of the Spirit of God to give us the direction. I, I, I pray that this, um, the Lord will open our eyes and we'll get a revelation of these things and that we're able to walk fully in it. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus and we we'll give you praise and we we'll exalt you. Thank you, Father, for we will always touch base with you. You will help us to constantly touch base with you as we walk this journey, this supernatural walk with you in the name of God. We will emphasize the place of you giving us direction in the name of Jesus. Have a great day. Thank you.